0: Welcome to Unleashing the Champion Within with your host, Cindy Stewart. Our goal is to connect you with your best, help you live your dream, and discover your passion. Each week, we'll bring you an inspiring message and give you the tools to help you release the champion within. Welcome to Unleashing the Champion Within. I'm your host, Cindy Stewart. And since October 2018, the Lord has been speaking to me about coming into a financial shift, which basically means increased finances for you and for me. I know we've experienced it in our church and I too have experienced it personally. And you know what's so interesting about this increase that it's not manifested in one single way, like a windfall, but it's coming through a variety of different ways. Let me just share one example of a creative way God showed us to bring an in income. We sold our house recently and we are downsizing to a smaller house and we realized in this move much of our furniture wouldn't fit. And God reminded me of a friend who does estate sales and I contacted her and we were able to sell all of our furniture and bring in additional income for our move. And you know what else I've realized is that God wants us to be healed of our unhealthy relationship with finances in order for us to be good stewards of this influx of funds. And what does that really mean? It means that we think about finances in unhealthy ways. I taught a whole class on it, which you can listen to it on our church website, wearethegathering.com, under media. But in the blog, I'm going to share with you just a few highlights from the class. My goal is to help you get rid of any of the hidden lies about the way you handle finances and your ability to do so. So two of my favorite resources about this subject is, of course, the Bible, but then Financial Sozo by Stephen DeSilva and The Blessed Life by Robert Morris. I would encourage you to check these out, as well as Dave Ramsey's Financial Peace. All three of those are incredible sources. But let's dig into our topic today. In Deuteronomy 8.18, it says, And you shall remember the Lord, your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swore to your fathers as it is to this day. Now, this passage is speaking to physical, material wealth. And God has empowered you and me to produce wealth. This empowerment is so we're able to accomplish his kingdom plans within the monetary system we live. Our ability to manage the kingdom work within the system largely depends on what do we believe about money. What is it that we have our minds set toward finances? And remember, money is just one of the vehicles we use to move the kingdom forward. Now, unhealthy beliefs are, in essence, lies that we believe about money. And what happens is these lies can create a block for us when it comes to receiving and distributing money. I'll give you a couple of examples that I've run across that people believe. I will never be good with money or my family never had money so I will never have money. I can't seem to hold on the money to the money that I have. I have plenty of money But it never is enough. I envy anyone that has more money than I. And I can't give any money away. I just feel like I have to hold on to it. You know, it's funny. When I was growing up, there were times where we would not have enough money to pay the electric or the water bill. I would come home and one or the other would be shut off. And one of the lies that I believed was I was the only one who could take care of me. Even after I was married, there was that little lie that kept saying, I can never quit my job. I have to have my own money coming in because I know I did not want my kids to come home and not have the electric on or not have the water on or whatever that is. So I had kind of this unhealthy obsession with money. Not that I had to have lots of it, but I had to have my own money just in case. And God took me through this process of getting rid of the lies and receiving his truth. And I'll share the steps at the end. But before I do, I just want to lay a biblical foundation regarding money. Let's look at two biblical accounts dealing with our feelings about money. The first one comes out of Luke sixteen thirteen, and it says, no servant can serve two masters for Either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he'll be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Now, mammon is another word for treasures or riches. In this verse, Jesus is saying, we cannot, he's not saying that we cannot have money. What he is saying is he doesn't want us to be slaves to money. He doesn't want money to own us. We see an example of what Jesus meant in Matthew 19, 16 through 22. It's the story of the rich young man's encounter with Jesus. And the young man wanted the keys to eternal life. And Jesus explained that all he has to do is follow the commandments. But the young man replied that he's done all of that since youth, so what else can he do? And Jesus said to him, If you want to be perfect, Go, sell what you have, give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. And then come, follow me. But when the young man heard that saying, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. And this had nothing to do with the money. Jesus was testing his heart to see where the young man's treasure was. And it turned out the young man was a slave to his possessions. And he, Jesus doesn't want us to be a slave to what we own. He wants us to feel freedom in our possessions. And then here's the second account I was telling you about. It's out of Matthew 25, starting in verse 14. And it's the story of being a good steward, which means we take good care of what we've been given. And there are three servants who were given money to invest. The first invested his five talents and doubled them to 10. The second invested his two talents and doubled his to four. The last one was overcome by fear and hid the talent in the ground. Really, the last servant had an unhealthy relationship with money, just like the rich servant did, the rich young man did. Instead of seeing ways to increase, he only saw the possibility of loss. He had a poverty mindset, meaning his heart was full of fear. And instead of multiplying what he was given, he hid it so he wouldn't lose it instead of being able to increase it. So how do we develop this healthy relationship with money? That's really the question we all want to know. One of the steps is to see if there is any lie you're believing that creates an unhealthy view of money. And these basic steps are simple but it can help get you started. And there's other resources, which I listed earlier, that will give you a more in-depth understanding for God and his view and plan for you in this financial arena. So let's just talk a little bit about financial healing. I mentioned earlier that we want to uncover any of the lies that we're believing about money. Like my lie was, if I didn't have my own money, then something was going to happen. I wouldn't be able to pay my bills. I wouldn't be able to feed, you know, my kids, which was not true, but it was a it was a lie that happened when I was a kid. So the way that we get rid of these lies is we just take a few minutes, find a little time to set aside to be by yourself and just invite Jesus just to show you what lies you're believing. So start out with just the question and ask Jesus is there a lie I am believing about money? And as soon as you sense something, hear something, feel something, write it down. And then next, you we want to get rid of the lie. So we do what we call renouncing it. We say, we, we are no longer going to believe that. So you just renounce a lie by saying, Jesus, I renounce the lie that and repeat whatever he told you. I renounce the lie that I have to have my own money. And once you renounce it, then you just invite Jesus to tell you the truth. Anytime we have a lie that we've gotten rid of, we want to replace it with the truth. So you just ask him, say, Jesus, would you tell me what is the truth? And when you hear it, just write it down. And that becomes your new understanding of what the truth is about money. And you can go through this process several times because there could be several things that you're believing that aren't true. And then once you get those answers, then we activate the truth that Jesus has given you. And one of the ways would be declare the truth out loud every day. Like, I don't need my own money. I trust that Jesus will provide for me. I trust that my marriage and my husband will, between the two of us, we provide what's needed for our family. So you can just continue the process until you sense that you've uncovered all the lies. And believe it or not, you will see such freedom in this. Like I said, I did the financial class a couple of weeks ago, which you can look on our website, wearethegathering.com. And it was amazing to hear the lies that people were believing. One of them was, I messed up with my finances so I can never be trusted again. And that's not true. Just because we make a mistake doesn't mean it it crushes our whole future. So take some time and just go after the truth that Jesus has for you. And I'd love to hear some feedback. I'd love to hear, you know, what you're experiencing with the financial lies and, and what God is showing you and what challenges you have. So, you can leave a comment on my Facebook page at Dr. Cindy Stewart, or you can email me at Cindy at Cindy Stewart.com. And I'm glad to just respond back and, and just encourage you in this process. And I want you to remember you, you are the best investment you can make. And it's important to invest in yourself so you're able to pour out into other people's lives. You know, when we grow up, the people around us grow. So it's important for you to invest in yourself. And I want you guys to know that I so appreciate you. I appreciate you listening. And I want you to connect to your best and know that Today is an amazing day, and tomorrow we'll continue to go with that amazing building, growing, and empowerment that God has for you. So have a great day, have a great week, and be blessed. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening today. If you enjoyed today's episode, do us a favor before you go. I promise it'll only take a very short time. Please head to iTunes and rate this podcast. This is huge for us in terms of improving our ranking, and keeping the show visible so other people can discover it. So thank you again ahead of time for helping us out. To find out more about Unleashing the Champion Within, go to our website, cindy-stewart.com.